Friends, welcome to Be Real with BK. I'm your host, Brooklyn K, better known as BK, and I think it's about time we have a safe space where we can just get real. Whatever platform you're listening on, go ahead and press that share button. You can find me on social media at Brooklyn K, two N's, two Y's. Thank you for joining me, and I can't wait to connect with all of you. Alrighty. Time to get real. Hi, friends. Welcome to episode four. Oh my gosh, episode four of Be Real with BK. I just want to start off this episode by sending a huge thank you to everybody's support. I have received numerous messages about the first three episodes and the impact it has actually made. And that's the best feeling. When I started this podcast, I didn't really expect that, (laughs) you know, especially this being my first time doing something like this, but a lot of people are relating to the content and that means the world to me. So I just want to thank you for your support. And if you're listening to this again, we've made it to episode four and I just want to thank you for listening to everything thus far. So to kick things off today, um, I'm by myself, but I'm recording this a little earlier, but I'm releasing it today on February 24th, which is actually my birthday. I'm turning 24 on the 24th, which means it's my golden year. (laughs) Um, I am super thankful for everything that 23 has brought me, but I think 24 has a lot more in store and I'm just blessed to see another year. So I just wanted to take this opportunity with it being my birthday and all, uh, to have the episode by myself and really reflect on what 23 meant to me and what I hope to be in store for 24. But I also posted a couple question boxes on my Instagram this past week and I received a lot of questions. So thank you for that. I'll be answering those today, but I thought I would just take the opportunity on my birthday to just dive in deep with myself, get real with myself about everything that 23 blessed me with. So let's take a trip to my birthday last year. I was in Las Vegas, Nevada with some of my best girlfriends and my parents, and it was an absolute blast. And I lived my absolute best life. This is your sign. Go to Vegas when you can. You will not regret it. But we came home from this trip on an absolute high and We went about our normal lives until about two weeks later, we had a pandemic on our hands. Now, let's be real. I didn't expect to turn 23 and then two weeks later be locked up in my house for, I didn't know how long at that point. I was no longer working. I was doing school from home and my life completely flipped 180 and I had no clue what to do with myself. Being a busy person and having so many things on my plate I ab- I completely shut down. It was something that I've never really experienced and I never really knew that I enjoyed being busy until I had everything taken away from me, even though all I want to do is relax sometimes. But I struggled and I struggled hard. This was something that I've never really experienced before, so I didn't really know how to handle it, but it probably was a good thing that I experienced that because now I know how to handle situations like that. When I 
get really down on myself or I get super anxious. I know how to pull myself out of that fairly well. I mean, not all the time, but I know better now than I did before quarantine. And this is something that a lot of people experienced that I don't know if we've talked about enough. I know a lot of people who have shared their stories publicly and I thank them for that, but I've not. And I realized that this is a good opportunity to do that, but I was locked in my room for a lot of quarantine. I didn't want to do anything. I had no motivation to do anything. I did the bare minimum of what I had to do. And although it was sad, I pulled myself out of it once I was able to, and I was able to find that motivation and persevere through it. But it honestly was one of the hardest things that I I've ever had to go through just because I lost a lot of things in my life that I didn't expect to lose so quickly. I mean, in the blink of an eye, I was not working. I was not going to school. I was not able to see the people that I wanted to see. Life changed as we knew it. And here we are almost a year later, kind of doing the same thing, but obviously working around the things that we can to have a more normal life than we did, you know, starting March 12th last year. But anyways, even though 2020 and the start of my 23rd year of life uh, was rough, I think I've said it before in my previous podcasts, but 2020, I was able to reflect on who I was and discover new parts of myself, which kind of made it a really great year. I was able to find more of myself and love myself more, love the people in my life more, love everything that I had more and be more grateful for everything because you never know when something can be taken away from you. We all learned that this past year if we didn't experience it before. And that is probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned from my 23rd year. All in all, 23 was a year of learning, hardships, but also a lot of love and good times, friendships, family, all of the above, despite what Corona had to offer us Miss Rona. We, she can exit at any time now, (laughs) but you know, 23 is over and now it's on to 24 and you know, it's my Kobe year. So only good things can come out of that. So now that I've went on a rampage about what 23 meant to me, um, I'm going to move on to the questions. I actually got a lot of response and I'm super thankful that you know this is my first time doing this with the podcast I expect to do it a lot more just because I want it to be interactive and a lot like a conversation even if you're not on the podcast I want it to be a conversation with the people who listen so they are able to get the content that they want to hear but yeah this for the first time that I posted questions or asked for questions I got a lot of response so thank you very much to everybody who asked me a question (laughs) So on to my first question. Um, It was, what has been the best advice you've ever been given? I've had a lot of great advice thrown my way over the years. I have a lot of awesome mentor and a lot of influential people in my life that mean the most to me. But the one that sticks with me the most, especially over the past year, was let go of the things you can't control. I live by a quote, what's for you will not pass you. And that can be an opportunity, a relationship, anything in life, really. And if it's for you, it will not pass you. And if you sit and try to control every little detail in your life, you're not living your life to the fullest potential. You only have one. So if we sit here and I mean, I'm an overthinker. I overthink absolutely everything in life, even when I tell myself not to. (laughs) Um, I'm really bad at it. It is something that I'm trying to work on this year. But 
I, when I overthink everything, I try to, you know, lay out every detail. I mean, I used to have like a five-year plan for myself, but I realized that if I sit here and plan and worry about what's coming next and not living in the now, I'm losing the opportunity to live my life. And that's not something that I want to look back and regret. I want to look back, you know, 30, 40 years from now and be like, wow, I really lived my life, you know, in my 20s and my teens and my 30s. I really, you know, just lived in the present and was able to live life to its fullest potential. And that's where, you know, you just let go of all the little details that you can't control. You control the things you can control, like your goals, your dreams, Um, the things that are right in front of you. But if you sit and plan and try to decide and guess what's next for you every single day for every single hour and minute, you're not going to get what you want out of life. Alrighty, on to the next question. What are some of the things at the top of your bucket list? I have a lot of things on my bucket list. Um, Obviously, I want to travel, but one thing that comes to mind is I want to go to every NFL stadium. (laughs) going into sports broadcasting and hopefully working um, in the NFL, I hope that my job takes me everywhere. But if not, I want to be able to experience a game in every stadium. I think that's something that I realized I wanted to do this past year when I've indulged myself in the NFL and I committed to a fantasy football league next year. Um, I'm learning everything that I can to, you know, prepare myself for my career But that's one thing that comes to mind. And then I also really want to go skydiving. I plan to do that on my 25th birthday because I heard that that's not really a fun birthday. (laughs) But I'm going to make it fun by jumping out of a plane, I guess. So those are the top two things that come to my mind. But other than that, I really want to travel. And I want to stop making excuses for not traveling and just going when I can. Obviously, when everything's safe and we can travel safely again, but I want to travel the world while I'm young and not look back and regret that I didn't travel because there's lots of things that I think the world has to in store. And there's a lot of things you can learn from traveling. And like Sydney said on the past episode, if she never, you know, studied abroad, she would never be where she is right now. And you never know what opportunities are out there for you. On to the next one. Um, a lot of these questions are so deep. Um, what is your biggest struggle? Being somebody who was a competitive dancer since the age of three up until now, because I'm technically still competing in pageants, so I'm still dancing competitively, and being in pageants since, you know, the age of six, I tend to uh, be a perfectionist and overthink everything that I do, but also compare myself to everybody. And I've found that it has not helped me, only hinder me. One of the, another great piece of advice, I guess, is that you're not competing against anybody else. You're competing against yourself, no matter what it is, whether it be a pageant, a dance competition, a job, anything in life, you're not competing against the people around you. You're competing only with yourself because if you want to sit there and compare yourself to everybody that's standing next to you, you're not going to better yourself. But if you think about, okay, I'm only going to be better than I was yesterday, then you're going to continue to better the person that you are. So that is something that's one of my goals for 2021 is to stop being the person to compare myself and just go for it and to stop thinking about what people think about what who I am, what I do, and just 
do what I want, <laughs> really. Um, that's one thing that held me back from doing a podcast for so long. I know I've talked about it, but I was scared to think or scared to do something that I've always wanted to do because I was scared of what other people would think of it and that they would judge it. I always have cared about what people have thought. And that's something that I'm letting go of this year too. I'm truly getting in tune with myself this year. I'm using all the things that I learned in 2020 and carrying them over to 2021 only to better myself. So yeah, um, I'm going to stop comparing myself to others. I'm going to stop caring about what other people think about who I am and what I do. And I'm just going to put the pedal to the metal and go for it. Next question. Um, what is your best piece of relationship advice? Well, <laughs> I've had my fair share of learning lessons with relationships. Um, they have taught me a lot and some of them good, some of them bad. But I finally found um, a healthy, great, fantastic relationship with the man I'm with now. And I wouldn't have been able to, you know, be in the relationship, the healthy relationship that I am now if I didn't learn all these lessons. So the one thing that I have um, relationship, I'll give two things because two things come to mind. Um, my one thing that I've learned from my past relationships is to always stand your ground and to never lose yourself. I was in a relationship where I gave 100% of myself away to that person and never gave any of myself back to myself. I lost a lot of care for myself. I let go of who I was and I just invested myself into this person. And not that I fully regret that, but I do regret not giving myself the time of day and focusing on me when I needed to. When I was at my lowest points, I felt like I had to be dependent because I wasn't independent and I lost a lot of who I was and coming out of that relationship it took me almost a year to get out of the routine of being dependent and breaking down and not investing in myself it took almost a year to realize okay Brooklyn you need to get yourself back on your feet you need to learn to love yourself invest in yourself focus on you rather than focusing this energy into anybody else. And once I was able to do that, I looked back on the relationship and I realized where a lot of things went wrong. Yes, there was things wrong on both sides, but in the end, I shouldn't have let go of my who I was and I should have invested a lot of that energy in myself. And that's one thing that I regret. But one thing that I have learned from my current relationship with my boyfriend now is to be patient and communicate. Um, we have just started, or no, we have been dating for a little over a year now. And everybody's like, oh, have you had that one big fight? Have you, you know, how is the big argument? And I'm like, we haven't had one. I mean, yes, we do get fed up with each other and we do get frustrated. But before things build up, we are able to sit down, be patient with one another, one another and have a conversation. And I have never experienced anything like it. It is one of the reasons why uh, I love him and I love a relationship so much is because we are able to take the time to sit down, look at each other, have a conversation, express our feelings in a way that we both understand and we don't get up from that conversation until we both understand. That way we leave the conversation 
on the same page. There's no hard feelings and we can move on. And, you know, if it comes back up, we sit down and have another conversation about it. But we haven't had a fight because we are able to be patient with one another and because we are able to communicate. And I have, like I said, I've never experienced like that, anything like that. But that's my biggest piece of advice from my relationship now um, is to just do exactly that. Be patient and communicate. All right. Um, what is your number one goal for 2021? I have a lot of goals. Uh, one of them, you know, competing at the Miss Michigan pageant, um, becoming Miss Michigan, graduating, starting my career, you know, hopefully COVID's over so I can, you know, do all the things that I wanted to do. But one thing for 2021 that I'm not going to veer off from is investing in myself. Like I previously said, uh, there's been years and years and years where I did not take the time and energy um, to really focus on myself. And that's one thing that I'm doing this year, whether I like it or not. (laughs) I'm a people person. I love to invest in other people. Um, I love making other people happy. And I tend to do that before I make myself happy. So this year is my year um, in terms of focusing on me and self-love and self-confidence and really um, building myself back up after 2021. Even though I did build myself back up, I want to keep building myself back up to a point where I feel unstoppable and I feel like I've never felt before and I feel confident to do all the things that I've always wanted to do and I loved my and I love myself more than I've ever loved myself. So that's my biggest goal for 2021 is to do exactly that. And I think if I do that, then a lot of my other goals will fall into place, whether they be new goals, old goals, something that I didn't even realize was a goal of mine. Um, But yeah, self-love and investing all my energy into myself is number one on my list this year. Okay. I really like this question. Five years ago, did you see your life being the way that it is right now? Absolutely not. (laughs) I think that has a lot to do with Miss Rona, but five years ago, I was a sophomore in college or freshman, one of the two. And, you know, I thought I probably would have been graduated by now, uh, moved out of the state of Michigan, living my life as a sports broadcaster, but uh, things change and I'm graduating this year and hopefully starting my career short after. But also five years ago, um, those are the years that I had like a five, seven, 10 year plan. Like, okay, I'm going to do this by this age and get married by uh, 25 and start having kids by 28. And I can travel in those gap years and I'll be making a lot of money. And by the time I'm 30, I'll be able to do this. And, you know, I really had like a timeline for myself until, and it wasn't until like a couple of years ago, my mom was like, okay, Brooklyn, you gotta not plan things out. And, you know, let go of the things you can't control, you know, I'm still working on it. But um, no, I, I didn't see where I, five years ago, I didn't plan to be where I am now, but I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I have learned a lot in the past five years and I'm glad to be where I am right now because I'm the most happy that I've ever been. Even though I do struggle from time to time, I'm like I said, happy. I'm more confident than I've ever been. I love myself more than I ever have. I have the best support system. I have a loving boyfriend. I have the greatest family and friends. I'm really happy where I am and I couldn't ask for anything more besides for Miss Rona's exit. She can leave anytime now. (laughs) All right. I have two more questions here that I'm going to answer. Happy 24th. (laughs) What's your best advice to your younger self? 
Oh goodness, I wish I could tell my younger self a lot of things. I think the first thing that comes to mind is that I wish I would have stood up for myself more. I mean, being in a competitive atmosphere all the time, cheerleading, dance, pageants, um, I never felt like I could stand up for myself because I didn't want people to judge me. And sometimes I really didn't know what to say in situations that I had to stand up for myself. I didn't have the self-confidence that I do now. And there were even situations in high school. I mean, we all have that one situation that you look back on and you're like, gosh, if I would have just said this and I have that moment, it's freshman year. And I think a lot of my friends know what I'm talking about, but I just look back to that moment and I'm like, gosh, if Brooklyn, if you would have stood up for yourself, you probably would be way better off. I mean, no, I'm kidding. It was one little situation in freshman year, but I wish I would have stood up for myself more because I deserved more. I deserved more for myself in that sense. You know, I took for granted um, all the opportunities that I could have done that. And I think I could have bettered myself at a younger age and, you know, then learned to, you know, speak up and love myself more and be more confident. And I think that would have helped me in that area of life, I guess. But if I would have set up for myself, I think that things would be different. But also, I've been learning to do that Um, later in life. I've started doing that, you know, 2019. It was a rough year for me, but I finally put my foot down and said, yeah, no, um, I got to do what's best for me, and I don't care what anybody else thinks. So I've gotten better at it, but I think that's probably one thing I'd tell my younger self. All right, my last question I'm going to answer, uh, what do you hope 24 brings? I hope 24 brings a coronavirus-free year. I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding. I know we have a long way to go, but that's always something that I'm hopeful for. But one thing that I hope 24 brings is opportunity and new experiences. I realize that I'm getting old. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'm not getting old. I've said that a lot. And they're like, no, you're only turning 24. But my back says otherwise. I think my back might be 72. I'm going to the chiropractor once or twice a week right now because my back absolutely hates me. (laughs) But I realize that um, when I'm getting older and as I grow older, I need to take up on new experiences. And that's one thing that I've learned this past year is to not take anything for granted. And if I have an opportunity to do something, do something that I've never done before, that I need to go for it. I know a lot of things are restricted right now. But hopefully, you know, while I'm 24, things are lifted, so I'm able to experience new things. But even in career-wise, you know, I've learned a lot of things in the internship that I'm in right now, and I think that leads for a lot of opportunity for me. But also, it's something that I've never done before, and I'm learning a lot of new things, and I'm experiencing new things with it. So if I want any, if I want anything out of 24, I want to be able to experience. Uh, new things in life, do things that I've never done before and hope for new opportunities to come my way so I can better myself as a person and live my life to the fullest. Well, that's it for today's episode. Um, I'm super grateful that I was able to sit down and get real with myself, get in tune with myself, check up on myself 
because I'm talking to myself <laughs> to my podcast microphone, but I also have a mirror sitting in front of me. So I'm like looking into my soul while I'm saying all these things. I mean, I'm not staring at myself, but it has been nice to reflect on what 23 has meant to me and all the things that I've learned and what 24 has to bring. I know I mentioned earlier that uh, it's my Kobe year. <laughs> I say that because one of Kobe Bryant's numbers was 24. And, you know, I'm turning 24 on the 24th, so it only makes sense that I dedicate this year to Kobe. Um, but if you knew anything about him, you knew that he was an inspiration to all, whether you knew anything about his basketball career or not. He is was a leader, and he was taken from us too soon. I pulled up a couple quotes that I want to dedicate to my year. Um, my 24th year of life. And one of them is everything negative, pressure, challenges is an opportunity for me to rise. I have had a tendency to take negative things that were thrown at me and let them bring me down rather than have them challenge me to be better. This year, I'm going to take anything negative, positive, anything that's thrown at me and let it be an opportunity to better myself. I am at the age where I want to experience new things, but I also need to be bettering myself every day to be the person that I want to be in life. And this quote will do exactly that for me. I'm going to hang it up on my wall and I'm going to let every opportunity challenge me to be a better version of myself. And another quote that I really think hits home um, and I want to end on today is, I don't want to be the next Michael Jordan. I only want to be Kobe Bryant. So rather than wanting to be the next so-and-so, wanting to be the next Aaron Andrews, wanting to be the next Miss Michigan, wanting to be the next Michelle Obama, (laughs) um, I don't want to be anybody else but myself. I think that when we say we want to be somebody else or we want to be the next somebody else, we're trying to fill shoes rather than just trying to be the best version of ourselves. So... Hopefully you can take that with you as you will, but I know that I don't want to be the next anyone. I just want to be Brooklyn Lambert and be the best version of her that I can be. So thank you for listening uh, to episode four of Be Real with BK, a golden episode dedicated to my 24th birthday. Um, thank you for all the birthday wishes thus far. I've already gotten some. I I know that I recorded this earlier, but I just want to thank everybody in advance for not only the birthday wishes, but for your support. And it means the absolute world to me and that I wouldn't be able to do what I do without any of you and all of my listeners new, whether this is your first episode or you've been listening from the beginning, you're amazing. You're doing great and just keep going, keep pushing and I'm proud of you, and I just want you to know that. So again, thanks for listening to another episode of Be Real with BK, and I'll see you next time when we get real.